Well, hello, hello, everybody. This is Alice, and this is Protect Your Glow, the podcast. I know what you're thinking. It has been a while, a few good months, actually, since I picked up this mic, since I picked up this mic and turned it on. I want to apologize to you guys for the wait. But despite that, I checked my stats, and you guys are still downloading my content, still sharing, still giving me in the algorithms, and I'm still in the top 25 in the career category. Wow, that's real love, man. That means the world to me. I appreciate every single one of you. I do not take your support lightly. I really do appreciate it. And, you know, at the end of the podcast, if you like what you hear, please feel free to share this content, to email it, to forward it to someone, because the, the goal for me and doing this podcast, doing these podcasts, like I've said before previously and the other ones I've done, is that I want to add as much value to as many people's lives as possible. And I cannot do that without your help. So, like I said, please feel free. Let somebody know about this podcast. Um, it's titled, you know, Protect Your Will, the podcast. You can find me on Apple on Stitcher, on uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And now without further ado, let's dive into this topic today. Uh, The title for this podcast is You Are Who God Says You Are. And I'm going to try to get this done in under 45 minutes because I got something baking, got some um, barbecue chicken that I'm making under the stove So the goal is to get this done under 45 minutes and also before my kids come back home from their summer vacation. So let's get into it. You know, I woke up this morning thinking about what to talk about. And like I've mentioned in a few podcasts back, my topics and discussions are for the most part spirit-led. I don't do anything without God dropping something into my spirit. And I'm like, okay, you know what, let's talk about that. So on my own, I would not have anything to say, but when I am centered and I allow God to download a message inside of me, then the words, um, start to come out on my own. I am no one, but with God, I am made whole. Now, why did I bring that up? You see this week in particular, I was trying, it was trying for me emotionally The kids were out of town on vacation at a family member's house for the last two weeks of summer vacation. And my husband was away handling business affairs for his company. So it's fitting to say I had the opportunity, the luxury of spending a lot of time with me, with Alice. And the first three days I was happy. I was like, oh my Lord, I forgot how this felt. I forgot how it felt to be in an empty home because I'm so surrounded by so much love um, from my children and husband that I forget sometimes what it feels like to have some time for me. So it was great, you know, I had nobody, I had to pick up any clothes. Um, I I didn't have anyone to pick up clothes off the ground from. Um, The house was clean, the candles were lit, and you guys, I was enjoying myself. I was living my best life, okay? I ate whatever I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted it. And then day four, five, and six starts coming around, right? And here I am. I'm actually missing the sound of my son's loud and sometimes crazy 
uh, annoying screams. And I started missing my daughter following me around every room and asking me a million questions at once. Uh, she's eight years old, so she always has a lot of questions. And I started missing my husband making me laugh out loud. That's our thing, man. We love to laugh. Uh, that's the glue that keeps us going when we don't feel like, you know, uh, we're going to make it. Laughter, man. Uh, we love laughing. So I miss that with him. And so now it's all up in my head, right? But then I started asking myself, wasn't peace and quiet what I wanted, what I needed? Then what am I moping about? That's what we do every year around the summertime, Alice. So what's the problem now? So now, this week of too much freedom caused me too much thinking. And I'm sharing this today because the enemy sometimes try to make you feel like when you're in your head and when you start to tell yourself these stories that you make up in your mind, because that's what they are, right? They're all stories. Um, like, uh, like I heard Brene Brown said, they're all these stories that we make up in our heads of who we are and why we fall short and all this stuff. And the enemy tries to isolate you, gets you alone, like I, like I was. And then he starts to pour these negative things in your head. And I had to fight it this week, y'all. It was tough, but man, I had to fight it. So I had to look at myself in the mirror and remind myself that it's okay to not have the kids around. You know, I felt started feeling like that mom guilt. I mean, not being occupied with taking care of the kids and the home all the time does not make me a bad person or a bad mom. And I'm not sure where that guilt came from. Maybe it's what I've allowed society to impose on my conscience. You know what they say, where everyone you know, the thing what we do as a culture where everyone has an opinion or a column of what a good quote unquote parent is, right? Or isn't. I mean, like who comes up with this stuff anyway? Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with self-care. Y'all know I stand for self-care. Caring for your mental and physical self is not selfish. It's self-full. You want to be full of you in a good and vibrating way, not in an egotistical, prideful way, but in a way where your energy connects with your soul and your mind and where God has room to even get to you, where you're not so busy doing a hundred things at once, where you're in that stillness. There is something powerful for me. Being in that stillness is where a lot of my logical reasoning comes from, a lot of where I take the hat off of the hat of pity off the hat of feeling bad for myself. I, I, that, that's where I renew my thinking is in the stillness. And I think that's healthy and God honors that. So that goes without saying, right? A bit of those emotions, the way I was feeling, a bit of those emotions seeped over into my work. I mean, it was very busy work week. I felt like I couldn't breathe because it was, I just kept getting inundated with work. It just wouldn't stop, right? I mean, why? I mean, it's work, but it was just overwhelming. And I am not a lethargical, uh, I am not a lethargic worker. So no matter how fast I moved, the work never stopped coming. I felt like I had no breaks. 
So where am I going with this? Like, what's, what's the point, Alice? Stay with me now. We're going somewhere. Then one day at lunch, I turned on a sermon from one of my favorite preachers, which is what I like to do. Sometimes on my lunch break, I go in my car and I just put on a sermon just to help me get through the day, you know, because I am battling flesh and blood daily. And Bishop Noel Jones said something that lifted my spirit and what is now the title of this podcast. He said, despite what happened to you, Despite how you feel, you are what God says you are. Such powerful words, right? Such powerful words. So let me ask you this. How was your week? Hmm? What tricks or lies did the enemy use to make you feel like a failure? I had to remind myself that in this season of life that I'm currently in, where I'm diligently seeking wisdom, it is important for me to keep my head on my, it's important for me to keep my eyes on my own paper and believe that what is for me is for me and it will not pass me by. You know, one of my favorite morning affirmations is this. It says, I do not chase, I attract. What belongs to me will find me. I do not chase, I attract. What belongs to me will find me. You know that company you aspire to build to help millions? will find you. The wealth and legacy you hope to leave behind for your children's children? It will find you. The house, the spouse, the child, the money. Insert whatever you're looking for there. It will find you. If you are willing to put in the work and not give up, it will find you. You know, sometimes the motivator needs motivating, man. And when you can't find anyone to motivate you, you guys have to do it yourself. The enemy knows the plans God has for your life is huge, massive, and it sometimes even scares you because you're like, whoa, God. And since the devil can't change God's mind about you, he wants to change your mind about God. Ooh, that was so good. I'll say it again. Since the devil can't change God's mind about you, he wants to change your mind about God. But I want you guys to be encouraged today. Hang on. Help is on the way. So whatever it is you're going through, whatever week you had, if you're like me, you fought tooth and nail to get out of your rut because you realize that, you know what? I am more than how I feel. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made in God's image. You are a child of the most high God. And what keeps me going sometimes when I feel like I'm going into depression, right? What keeps me going, you guys, is the fact that when I think about God, Ah, when I think about God's grace and mercy through the years over my life and the foolishness that he has saved me from, there has been scenarios where I have intentionally put myself in knowing full well that it wasn't good for me, knowing full well that 
It was harmful for me. I, I went in knowing that God would not be pleased, and I did it anyways. Being in a situation where I've hurt the people that I say I love. Excuse me, that's this robot talking that always freaks me out in my husband's office is telling us the time. Sorry about the interruption, but yeah, being in a situation where I've intentionally hurt people that I say I love, knowing I was doing it, and I did it anyway. And despite all of that, God's hand is still over my life. It just, man, I'm telling you, um, the fact that I'm 38 and I'm still here. You know, there's a point in my life where I thought I was only going to make it to 21 because I just didn't care about life. I didn't care about people. I was um, so caught up in my pain, right, and my childhood traumas that I had no regard for other people's feelings and how they felt and what they wanted to do. Um, I just, it was all about Alice. It was, you know, it was a very um, dark time in my life. So the fact that I'm sitting here today talking to you at 38 is a blessing from God. And so I just, I'm saying this to let you know that no matter what you're going through, I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know why God put this message on my heart. Um, But sometimes I feel like God allows us to go through things that we can come out on the other end and help somebody else out. You know, I know I'm all over the place, but hang with me. I tend to better listen to someone when they can share in my experience, right? I tend to better listen to someone that understands pain. Like, if you haven't gone through anything, there really ain't nothing for us to talk about. You can't really relate to me, right? But my ears perk up when I hear someone that's, like, being human and and then they feel and they hurt and they struggle with thoughts that maybe a Christian shouldn't struggle with. They struggle with thoughts that a believer shouldn't struggle with. And to see God move in their life motivates me to know that God can move in mine. And so I don't know who this is for. I just want to encourage somebody today. I want to come on here. It's Sunday. It's one of my favorite days of the week. I want to come on here and just let you know that um, don't give up no matter how tough it feels. Don't throw in the towel. The life that God has for you, and I'm speaking to myself right now, the life that God has for you is is so great and it's really going to blow your mind when you get to the end of this thing and you realize that, man, God did all that because he wanted me here. God did all that because he was moving me in this direction. And so despite what the enemy tries to tell you, you are who God says you are. You are who God says you are. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday. I really do. I hope this week um, is a blessing for you. I hope you go into it with the mindset of, you know what, if God's going to give me the opportunity to wake up every day, he must not be done with me yet. If God's going to give you the opportunity to breathe the air that he created, he's not done with you yet. If God gives you the opportunity to open your eyes every morning, that's a testament and that's a sign that he's just not done with you yet. And despite the obstacles that you face, know that we serve a big God. We serve a loving God. We serve a God that takes care of the sparrows. So how much more is he going to take care of us? 
God loves you today. I want to remind you of that. So be encouraged. Hang on. And as always, thank you guys so much for pressing play. I will talk to you on my next podcast. Take care. Have a wonderful Sunday. Talk to you soon.